make you jump up and down and do the dance thing because I have so much stuff to teach you. So get your heart right, get your energy up, and then sit back down in your chair. I'm Rachel Hollis, and I've built a multi-million dollar media company with a high school diploma and the free information I found on the internet. In the 15 years that I've been building and scaling my company, I have become deeply passionate about helping other entrepreneurs to do the same. So each week, I'll be sharing tangible and tactical advice and inspiring interviews with the same intention. These are the tools to change your life and your business. This is The Rise Podcast. You understand that you can't actually pay, meaning me, for the speaker lineup that we have. Meaning, these are literally all of my friends who just deeply believe in adding value to your lives and teaching. They are not getting paid. They are just here to serve you. So will you give it up for all of my friends that you've heard I said, will you give it up for Tom? Can you give it up for freaking Mally with her fan? Can you give it up for Trent who is still backstage and can hear you? So good. Okay, we're jumping in. Real quick, I think at this point you are here. Yes, you're here with my Texas tuxedo. Uh, someone told me backstage it's the Canadian tuxedo, and I was like, I beg to differ. Anyway, uh, I hope that you're already here. Are you taking notes with, a, with an actual writing implement, right? So I know some of you are on iPads and laptops and on your phone, and that's great, but you are five times more likely to retain the things that you learned this weekend if you write it down. So get out a notebook, get out your workbook. This is the time where we, we switch. So I started the day, I wanted to just fire you up. I wanted to empower you. I hope that you got some, you were excited, you're motivated, you're feeling it. Now you're gonna be students, okay? Now we're gonna teach, now you're gonna learn, now you're gonna write all the things. Remember what I told you earlier? Shake it, like a Polaroid picture. You gotta keep your energy up, you guys. This is the end of day one. I know you wanna go out and have that glass of Chablis or your sparkling water or your margarita or whatever. You're gonna earn it with some information. So, first thing you're gonna do, we're gonna do a little assessment because over the next two days, we are going to work and learn and give you tactics and advice on these specific things. But right now, we gotta see how jacked up you are on these specific things, okay? So I want you to go to page 20. Everyone have page 20 in your workbook. We're gonna start, and these will make sense later, but for right now, I just want you to go with me. The first thing we're gonna start with is you, because you are the problem. <laughs> You're the problem. You paid all this money and you got a babysitter and you got a hotel room and you came here so that I could tell you, you are the problem. Because <laughs> here's the deal. If you are the problem, what are you also? 
Thank you. Can I get a witness? So here's what I want you to do. I want you to grade yourself. One, is, so here it is, you. How are you developing yourself as an entrepreneur and a leader? If you feel, and by the way, if you're like, Rachel, I watch YouTube every day. That's not enough, sis. Okay, what I'm talking about here is how do you feel like you're doing as a leader? How are you doing as a business owner? What is the knowledge that you need? What, you know, right? You have an idea in your heart how you're doing on this. One is you super suck at it. <laughs> really suck. You're like, that's why I'm here. I'm a one. Good for you. Thank you for your honesty. Ten is I am the bomb. I'm the greatest leader the world has ever known. I cannot get any better than I am. We got a whole other conference for you. <clears throat> so real quick, go through. Under you, on a scale of one to 10, one is you're the worst, 10 is you're the best. Give me a number. Oh yeah, okay, okay, son. I vibe that, I vibe that. A little test-taking music, I'm here for it. I don't even know this song, but I, I like it. Okay, next up. Product, service, experience. You do one of those things or you don't have a business. Just FYI, you are one of those things and I'm gonna guide you through it later. You're actually more than one of those things. Go through and grade yourself again. Your product, your service, your experience. One is my product service experience is the best ever. I own Apple or really need some work. Really need some work. I think my idea is great, but the product isn't there. I have the right heart, but I'm actually terrible at the service that I provide. So one is you suck, 10 is you're awesome. Keep the party train rolling. Customer experience. Customer experience. On a scale of one to 10, how are you at offering your customers an exceptional experience with your product, your service, how are you? Lower it just the tiniest bit, Asan. It's perfect. You're at a 10, I need you at like a seven. Perfect, thank you, that's why I love you. Give it up for Asan, you guys. <laughs> and by the way, just so we're clear on customer experience, this is not what you think you are. This is what your customers would say about your customer experience. Because it doesn't matter what you think. Next one, branding. Creating and consistently utilizing your branding through all aspects of your business. How's your brand? How's your brand doing? One is nobody knows who I am or what I'm about. 10 is I'm Chick-fil-A. How's your branding? One through 10. Next, marketing. How are you at marketing? Marketing is promoting your product service experience in a clear and compelling way. Said another way, and we'll dig into this. Marketing is how good are you at getting attention and keeping it? Do you have their attention? Do you keep their attention? That usually says a lot about your marketing. One is, I suck at this. 10 is, I'm awesome. Next, sales. 
Sales, we only care about one thing. Are you closing your sales? One is, I've never closed a sale in my life. I don't even know what you just said. 10 is, I'm my girlfriend in the back who said she grew 600% or above revenue or whatever she's doing, she just needs a vacay, okay? Oh, she moved, she moved out. Okay, one is, no, I'm super intimidated by sales, I'm not great at it, 10 is, I'm awesome. Finances, you wanna know what I said at you, about you at my lunch break? Bunch of liars in this room. That's what I said while I was eating my orzo salad. Said they're not ready yet. They're not ready to be honest. Because no joking, when I ask a question to 6,000 entrepreneurs about who knows their finances in and out, and only 200 of you stand up and say that you don't know your finances, you're bullshitting me or yourself. It's real. There is a 0% chance that all 6,000 people in this room know right now what their cash flow is. Know right now what the balance sheet looks like. Know right now what their P&L is. And I am telling you, it doesn't matter how much money you can make. If you don't know how much money you have, if you don't know what your overhead is, it matters. So don't BS yourself on the finance piece because it is why I have the business I have today was I finally got past this point. So, finances, one is, you're Rachel Hollis, circa 2013. No freaking idea what's going on. 10 is, you're Rachel Hollis today, with an incredible financial advisor and a badass CFO, okay? Next page, page 21, keep on trucking. Systems and processes, sexy talk. One is, oh, here's, let me read it up. Creating systems and processes that improve business functionality and customer experience. Can you replicate the thing that you are doing all the time, every single time, consistently, forever and ever? Said another way, who came, who is here at this conference and their business is at a standstill until they get back? Yeah, you need some systems and processes. Um, so I've been scrolling the hashtag, because that's what I do. I want to see what's going on with you guys and the amount of people who have used Instagram. Nothing wrong with this, but have used Instagram as the out of office. They're like, I, am, I will not be available until next Tuesday because I am at Rise Business Conference, which is awesome. Ain't nothing wrong with that. But I'm telling you, I make money 24 hours a day. 24 hours a day, we're making money because we have systems and processes that make it possible that we have people that can replicate those that we can teach them to. It's like um, uh, Tom was talking about this earlier. If you can't, if someone else can't do the thing that you're doing, you don't have a business. You have a really stressful job. Who needed that good word today? How are your systems and processes? Next thing. People, are you curating a world-class team that are thriving inside of their positions? Where are my solopreneurs? You are a mighty team of one. Yes, I see you. I was you for so long. So if you don't have a team yet, when we get to this part of the teaching uh, on day three, take all the notes, dude. Take all the notes and you will be miles ahead of the rest of us who have to learn it in real time. Last 
Question. Leadership. Are you consistently improving as a leader so that your business and your team can grow? One is, no, I don't even know the word you're talking about. Ten is, I am actually Jesus of Nazareth. I am the greatest leader, right? How are you doing on leadership? All right, did you guys fill it out? You all have your numbers? Okay, you can kill the music now, Asan. Here is the fun part. Here is where you get to see your life unfold. One of my favorite things to do as a teacher is to take something that can be very complicated, like all the parts of your business, and you not knowing there's so many things to improve, you don't even know where to start. Who knows what I'm talking about? Yeah? So this one of my favorite things is to take this really big, nebulous thing and break it down in something that you can see. So now, I want you to go to that wheel. Those of you who've been at conference before, you know what to do. But for the rest of you, you're going to go see that big wheel that you have the bottom, at the bottom of page 21. Now I want you to go through your list. And what was our first thing? You, right? On our list, it's the one that's like, it's like at 1 o'clock, right? And you see how you pretend that I can draw. It's all these different, these, these, oh, look, they, they showed you. <laughs> My team was like, you don't need to draw that. Okay, so whatever number you gave yourself, mark in your little pie chart up to that point in your wheel. So this person gave themselves a seven on you. And then for product and service and experience, maybe they gave themselves a three because they're newbies and so they got to go here. So does that, do you guys get that? I want you to go through the wheel and whatever number you marked in that little spot, I want you to feel, oh sorry, an accident just popped out. I want you to fill up until that point on your little pie chart. You vibe that? Get it? Thank you. Take, do it fast. You see that thing on your paper? You have it filled out? You have it filled out-ish? Yeah? What if that was a tire on your car? It's a jacked up tire, right? Who has a jacked up tire? Most of us do. And by the way, it is because this is what helps you get to the next place. I'm going to take you through the foundations of our business and how we have done what we have done. But what is most important to me, I'm going to keep saying it over and over, is what do you do on Monday? I, one time, like as a gift to myself, 35th birthday present, I buy myself a ticket to a really fancy business conference I had always wanted to go to, $10,000 minimum to get in the room. I save up for years. It was a huge deal for me. I'm so excited. I go, and I got, I got so much information, crazy information. Like, I have not done one thing. I made out with my husband a lot for like four days. That was my gift. <laughs> I have not implemented one thing because there was so much information that I came back and I was overwhelmed. And then I just kept going, oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get to that. I'm going to get to that. That would be my nightmare. Nightmare is that you get so much information, but you don't know what to do. So I'm going to take you through the foundations of our business, but here's the easiest way to think of this. Best case scenario is your tire just starts to even out. Okay? Best case scenario is your tire just starts to even out. 
What's the, uh, what's, the, what's the smallest number that you have right now on your list? Just shout out some of them. Three-ish, okay? So let's say that this is a three right here. What's the next number up? You don't have to shout it out at me, but look at your list. If, you're, if your smallest number is three and your next number is, let's say, four, then your goal is I want to get all of these things to level four. Does that make sense? Like you can be so bomb at marketing, and this, by the way, is some people's business model, so bomb at marketing and sales, but your product is garbage, which means you're not going to be in, a, in business a year from now. Who tracks that? So if you could go, okay, marketing and sales are killing it, but if I could just get product up to the next lowest level, it will start to even out the tire. Yeah? Does that make sense? Great, keep that in mind. Let's keep on trucking. This, I, I'm just assuming this is not an audience that's freaked out by talking about money, right? Yeah, because all you want to know is how do you make more of it, how do you retain more of it. So I'm going to be super real with you guys. So I was like, we have to be able to tell them exactly how we do what we do. And here's the deal. You do not have to follow this map. But it's a good one. There are a lot of different, like, for sure Tom does business in a different way. For sure Dave Ramsey does business in a different way. For sure people you admire do business in a different way, but this is how I do it. Give it to me one more time, Asan. This is how we do it. This is how we do it. Okay. And not only is this how we do it, but this is the order of importance. The order of importance that we put it in. Okay, now, we're gonna come back to this. Get your hearts ready. We're gonna come back. We have to start with the foundation of this moment. Hold on, we're flipping, there we go, okay. Actually, this is the moment I wanna talk about it. Forgive me that I'm going out of order, I'm, but I'm really excited because I've never been able to teach this before. On page 46, is a blank page. Everyone wanted to give this a fancy name. My team called it the foundations of success or some blah, blah, blah thing. I wanted to call it business bean dip. <laughs> because that's what this looks like to me. Business bean dip, okay? Who grew up eating bean dip? Like the seven layer kind? Yeah, you know, you know what I'm talking about. Doesn't that look like a delicious bean dip, perhaps? Okay. No, it's going to help you to remember. It's going to help you to remember. And as I'm explaining these things, you are going to use page 46 to build your own version of this. So these are generic terms like product, service, experience, right? But you can fill that in with the thing that makes the most sense to you. If you're like hair salon, uh, tax accountant, bakery, do you get this? You're going to build your own bean dip. Here's where we're starting. We're starting with you. We talked about this earlier today. I had everyone come in and speak on this idea because you growing and learning matters. First layer of your bean dip. I like to go with like ro Rosarita refried beans here. Um, you know, we all have different opinions on what you layer the bottom of a bean dip with, right? Who, is, who understands what I'm saying when I'm saying seven layer dip? This matters for this analogy. Thank you. So this, 
I want you to imagine this is your refried beans. And right about now is when someone in a button-down shirt went, this is what I paid for? Yes! <laughs> refried beans. Stick with me for a minute. If, have you ever made a seven-layer dip? Could you put iceberg lettuce as the base of your bean dip? You would never. You're not a monster. Iceberg lettuce cannot support the situation you are trying to build. You need something weighty, something that sticks together. You need refried beans. You are the refried beans. Oh, yeah. just my best friends if you can't tell we're just hanging out okay you let's talk about you five things five things that are gonna help you be a better leader who be honest don't play who scored less than five on this when they when they scale thank you for your honesty that is so real and also oh my gosh yay you have so much improvement to make this is gonna be great Five things that you can do. This isn't in your workbook, so just find a notes page and write them down. I call this four H's and an O. I was backstage and Hassan was like, I got an idea. <laughs> yes, Jay-Z is always welcome. Four H's and an O. These are the five things that are going to make the difference in you growing as a leader. Who's here for it? <laughs> These are also the things that I have learned over time. This is not, I did not like pop into the world this way. But I think that coming to terms and learning these items are what has made me successful. Yeah? The first H. Humility, humility, being humble, admitting that you don't know the answers to everything. Crazy. I am the queen. You can ask anyone on my team. You can talk to my husband about this. I am the queen. I will be sitting in the fanciest meetings, the most highfalutin, big deal meetings, and I will be not even that important of a person there. There's 20 people in the room and they're talking so fast. And I'm the one that's like, I'm sorry, excuse me, what does that mean? I don't understand that word. What are you saying? Now, let me be really clear. If you are, who's in a client-based business? If you are in a client-based business, you are not allowed to sit in a meeting and be like, I don't know that word. <laughs> don't be dumb. Google it under the table like everybody else. <laughs> you've done it. Don't lie. You know you've done it. You have to know, you have to be humble enough to admit that you do not know all of the answers. This is especially important for those of you who are leaders. Who's ever worked for a boss or a leader who was, just knew everything, they knew it all? And didn't you hate that person? Don't be them. I know that some, somewhere along the way we've been tricked into believing that we are supposed to know everything. You are not supposed to know everything. 
You are supposed to lead well. You are supposed to lead with a servant's heart. You are supposed to have empathy. You are supposed to have vision. You are supposed to care about the people on your team. You are not supposed to know all of the answers. Because if you right now think that you know everything, you're in trouble. This world is moving too fast. Business is changing too much. If you think that you know all the, I know everything there is to know about the industry. Great. Go talk to taxi drivers nine years ago who knew everything that there was to know about the industry. Go talk to hotel chains before Airbnb happened. If you are not anticipating what's gonna put you out of business, don't worry, it will. Oh. Oh. That means that you wake up every day assuming that there is a better way and it might not be your way. Humility, being humble, I literally wrote down the words, stop fucking faking it. I wrote it down, I'm just gonna say it, stop it. Stop. Yeah, fake, fake confidence. Fake standing and not knowing where, but taking another step, fake that stuff. Don't fake that you know. This was me for so many years pretending at business. And because I have been where you are, I know that there are people in this room who are pretending at business. And they feel shame because they know in their hearts they're not where they need to be. But they're too worried that everyone else is going to figure it out because everybody knows them as this thing. And if I don't get more Instagram followers and if I don't have the optics of everyone thinking I'm so great, it's going to fall apart. When the reality is if you just stopped faking it and you were humble enough to admit that you need some help you would get the answers that would change your business so that you're not faking it anymore. You actually are that person. Do you get that? Humility. The second thing. You, oh, wow, that W went crazy. Heart. very clear working hard on the right things we're gonna talk about this on Saturday but if you have not read the book the one thing by Gary Keller you need to write that one down in your book you need to be working not on a to-do list you need to be working on the results that you are looking for does that do you guys get that here I'm gonna just let you know right now we're getting on the end of the day. Something funny starts to happen right about now. People start yawning. If you got a yawn, you better stop, drop, and roll down in your chair like you're on fire. Do not let me see you yawn. If I see you yawn, I'm making everyone in this room do a five, four, three, two, one. Asan, be ready. Asan, be ready, because they're acting like they know, but someone's about to yawn two seconds after I just said it, and I will call you out. Don't embarrass yourself. Working hard on the right things. Working hard on the right things, and you are going to hear some of the right things that you need to be working on while we are together. But 
I, I feel like we've talked about this a lot. Tom talked about this, and um, uh, Trent talked about this, and I can't stress it enough. This is hard. Who knows this is hard? This is hard. And you got to get hyped up on how hard it is. You got, here, here's the thing that happens. So it's hard, and when it's hard, you think that it's because there's something wrong with the way that you did it. Who understands that? You think that when business is hard, you're doing something wrong. And sometimes that's true. Some of you are doing some things wrong, but mostly this is just the price of admission. You didn't want an ordinary life. You wanted an extraordinary life. You wanted something extra. You wanted something different. You are going to have to work for that. And here's, here's the sad, I, w I was literally, I should not talk crap, but I'm going to. I was at a conference recently and it was there, oh, I'm so grateful for the opportunity to get to travel around the world and speak on all these stages, but you don't always know who's gonna be on the stage with you, right? Someone just books you, you don't know, could be anyone. And I was backstage and this person just kept saying over and over and over that if you just gave them $5,000, they would make you a millionaire. The business card, and they were just like, back of the room right now, $5,000. You know what? I was only going to take 10 people, but now I'm going to take 387, $5,000. And I'm backstage like in the fetal position, like no, 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 no. Because people are falling for it. Who's been at a conference like that before? Right? You were there. Oh, God, was that the worst? It was so bad, and I was so mortified, so mortified, because I knew that I had fans who came to see me, and I'm like, dear goodness, please do not let them think that I even heard of this person. I'm freaking out backstage, and it just kept going on and on. And then as I'm sitting there, I'm sitting there with Cece, just my social, and we're texting each other, like all, do you ever have, like you're texting your friend or your husband or whatever, and you're like, oh my gosh, right? That's what we're doing backstage. And then all of a sudden I thought, this is a gift from God. This moment is a gift from, this is a gift from God. I am in this seat right now as a gift from God so I can see what you usually have to put up with. I was sitting back there and I was like, this is why this is happening. So that I can understand that you go to conferences and someone tells you that there's a quick fix or a magic pill or an amount of money that you can pay to skip the line. It's not true. Because even if, even if you had a product that went crazy or you had a service that went crazy and you pushed to the head of the line in terms of revenue, you are still behind the gate in terms of process or systems or HR. Who knows what I'm talking about? There's no way to skip the line. This is hard work. You are looking at so many years of me trying to get this right, which is why I know how to tell you the things that, I, oh God, please don't make these mistakes. This is gonna be hard, you guys. Gonna be worth it. Also gonna be hard. And here's the other thing that you need to know. I used to think that if I could just get to a certain revenue stream or if I could just get to a certain number of employees or if I could just get to a certain number of social media followers that I wouldn't have to work as hard. I am telling you, I work five times as hard today 
as I ever have in my entire life. I just drive a nicer car. I, and, 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 and I love it. I love it. I absolutely love it. I love having a company. I love building a team. I love figuring out marketing. I love, who, I'm just curious. Did anyone come to this event because they saw a social, an ad on social media? I did that. I totally did that. You're like, that's not true. You're the one on stage speaking for hours. I know it's crazy, but we didn't have anyone on our team who knew how. So I watched YouTube videos for three days and figured out how to do a Facebook ad and how to do a LinkedIn ad and how to, I did that. Right now, like as in two months ago. Our company is making so much money and we have all these employees and I'm, oh, you buy the books and you're watching me on stage. I'm still doing the Facebook ads. I hope it's not always like that. We have a new employee. She starts on Monday. Her name's Carla. We're very excited. You know how I knew we needed to hire an employee? Because I had to do it. This is hard. Do not get it twisted. Do not think this is suddenly going to be easy. This is no joke. And every, who has more than five employees? Right. Let me just, for the rest of you who don't know this, you think that having more employees is actually going to make it easier. (laughs) Oh, no, you're going to cry every day. New levels, new devils, y'all. This is hard. Get used to it. Get fired up. In fact, if you hate how hard this is, you know one of my prayers coming into this week? One of my prayers was, Lord, if there's someone in the audience who shouldn't be an entrepreneur, let them figure it out in this room. This is too hard not to love it. This is too hard not to love it. And maybe you're not meant to be an entrepreneur. Maybe you're meant to be the most bomb second in command number two. Do you know how much money the second in command at Google makes? We need, none of this happens. None of the things that you're seeing happen without my team to make it happen. You guys have been interacting with him, right? Like, I'm not doing this alone. You might not be cut out for this, but if you are tricking yourself and thinking that it's only hard because you don't have, no, 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 no. It's always gonna be hard. And if the hard part doesn't make you fired up, you need to, you need to pray about that probably. Okay, third thing. Health, physical health, Emotional health. Oh, he has one. Yeah, dance it out. If you hang out with us at all, you have a real good idea of how important health is in our lives. Who hangs out with us enough to know that health is a big deal in our lives? Who's doing last 90 days challenge? Yes. My two greatest passions in my life are the two things that fundamentally changed my life forever. 
and that changed where I came from in my childhood to the world that I have now. And that was getting healthy, learning how to get healthy physically and mentally and emotionally, and financial freedom. Those are the two things that fundamentally changed my life forever. And if I could give those, if that could be my legacy, I, what a blessing. If I, could, if I could talk to you enough about how important it is to be healthy and how important it is to make some mother effing money so that you do not stress, so that you are not fighting with your partner, so that your kids are not growing up wondering where rent is coming from, so that you can go on a vacation, so that you can pay off the minivan, like, that matters. It matters. And anyone who says that it doesn't matter is living in a fantasy world or already wealthy, right? I remember what it was like to work three jobs. I remember what it was like to only eat at the 99 cent store. I remember listening to my parents scream and fight because we didn't know where money was coming from. I remember opening the refrigerator and there's no food inside. I remember that. And people who don't like hearing a woman talking about chasing money, I guess you never had to worry where dinner was coming from. I heard someone say this years ago. They said, if you've ever been hungry, then you'll never be full. That's me. I don't, I don't, I don't need the, fla the flashy things. I don't, need, I don't need you to know. I don't, but I will be damned if my children ever grow up in a world where they have to worry about where rent is coming from. Right? And if you, if that is something you are experiencing in your life, that is so freaking real. I have been in your shoes, but do not apologizing, do, don't apologize for wanting to change that. Don't apologize for wanting to take ownership of what it looks like to live in your family. Yeah? That wasn't even about health, but it matters. Health. Someone in this room needs to hear this. You can succeed all you want in business. And it won't matter if you're not here next week. Won't matter. This has been on my heart a lot, a lot in the last six weeks. I was, um, I was in New York going to do GMA. I was having dinner. And Dave called while we're at dinner. And he says, um, your sister came home from the grocery store and found Michael dead. Now, Michael is my sister's husband, and not only was he her husband, but they met when she was 12 years old. So childhood sweethearts. And when she was 12 years old, I was three. So this man has been a part of my life since I was three years old. And he was 46. And he had a day off, and he was watching TV, and best we can tell, while he was watching TV, he had a massive heart attack and died. Sister went to get groceries and came home and found her husband dead. And he was 46. And I keep thinking about this because they had all these plans. They had all these plans for what they were going to do and where they were going to go and the life that they were going to live someday. And I have never and possibly will never meet someone who worked as hard as this man, who provided for his family, who showed up for his team. 
His funeral was packed with people sobbing, like these men who he was a leader and he did Bible studies with them and it was so amazing and he's gone. And they thought they had forever and he's gone. You think that you have all the time in the world and you think that you can keep abusing your health in order to have your wealth. You think that you can keep pushing. You think that you can, like me with my anxiety attacks, thinking, you know what? The anxiety is slowing you down. It's slowing you down to 70%. I guess you're just going to have to give 130. You think that you can make up the difference or you think someday, with all the love in my heart, someone had to ask a question today about what to do when they're tired. Take a break. Get a nap, drink some water, eat a cookie, calm down. You want to be able to operate at the highest level, and I do. I work out seven days a week. I eat so clean. I am crazy, crazy, crazy about my food, my nutrition, my sleep, my water. And the highest performers I know, most of the people that you see on the stage are the same way. Why are we all crazy about it? Because we know that if this doesn't work, none of the dreams do either. If this isn't healthy, all your dreams die with you. You do not know. Do you know how many, God, you guys, do you know the notes that we get from people who come to conference, every conference we've ever done, everyone, and tell us that two days later, their best friend that they were at conference with died in a car accident. Or that it was the last thing they got to do with their mama while she was fighting cancer. And that conference ended and she went home to be with Jesus. Like, do you know how many notes we get? That this is someone's last thing? And I'm not trying to be morbid or weird, but statistically, statistically, none of you are making, out, making it out of this alive. None of us get out of this world alive. And statistically, someone in this room will not be here next year. What if it's you? If you are not going to be here next year, are you proud of the way you lived this one? You want a chance to do all the things? You think you're here to learn about marketing and social, and I swear I will give you every tool I have. But if you want to know the most important one, it is to take care of your body. This is a blessing. Whatever, whatever you are working with, whatever you've got, I know we have some friends here who are differently abled, whatever you have is a blessing. Yes, you, with your anxiety attacks, blessing. Yes, you who thinks that you are not the right size and if only you were thinner, then you would have the business that you want, blessing. Yes, you with your, yes, you, this is a gift. You need to act like it. God, I'm fired up. It's not even day three. <laughs> fourth, fourth H, honesty, honesty. Took a DNA test, turns out I'm a hundred percent. That 
a song was like, I really feel like I should play Lizzo. I'm like, well, we have men in the audience. He's like, I really feel like I should play Lizzo. It's every other man but you, not you, Chad. <laughs> self-awareness. So honesty, self-awareness. Y'all need to see your blind spots, which is really hard because if you could see them, they wouldn't be your blind spots. In a perfect world, you would have this amazing team around you or this amazing partner who'd be like, yo, you have spinach in your teeth. <laughs> Where are my solopreneurs again? It's really hard to have someone who can see your blind spots when you're a solopreneur. It's really hard to have someone who can see your blind spots when you're a leader and everyone else is lower down than you. But if you could pay attention to not what you think you are supposed to learn here, not what the world tells you you are supposed to learn here, but what you actually need to learn here. I guarantee there are people who came into this room because they were like, if I could just get to 10,000 Instagram followers, that'll be the answer, right? You were like, give me the pro tips to get more likes on social. You need to be honest with yourself about the work that you have to do. And if you're like, well, how are we supposed to be our blind spots? I, it would be very dramatic for me to flip back, but I'm too lazy. Go look at your wheel of death. <laughs> Nobody in here had a perfectly round tire. If you were trying to figure out what are the areas that you suck at, you have a wheel of death. Anyone have an apple and when the thing, spinning wheel of death? This is your version of that. It tells you exactly what you need to work on. The fifth thing, wait, shoot, one more thing on honesty. The most important question that you can ask yourself when you have something that doesn't work, when you have a failure, when you hire someone and then have to fire them, when you hire someone and they steal money from you, which has happened to me, the most important question you can ask yourself is why did this happen. And I know right now you guys are like, duh, but how often are you doing, uh, so we would call it a post-mortem, how often are you doing a post-mortem on an event, a launch, a client? Who does that? Who knows what I'm talking about? Okay, so let me explain it real quick for those of you who don't. When we finish this event, we will go, we'll all sleep, take a nap, have the cookie, right? And then we'll rally in our office. We'll have a, a meeting that's a couple of hours long. And we will do a post-mortem where we all say, what was awesome? What do we absolutely want to replicate in 2020? And then we're like, what sucked? How did we not show up? What didn't work right? Who, what happened? What, what were the customers saying? What? Most people will not do this very simple thing, which would help them to level up in a hundred different ways because they don't like it when people don't like them because they don't want to admit that they're wrong, because they don't want to admit that they don't know. Every single time you wrap something big, you should just have it as part of your systems and processes to review and ask yourself why. And if you are working by yourself, you could just do that right now. You just open up a blank piece of paper. WTF is the title, right? <laughs> why did this happen? And I don't mean why like, oh, well, the customers were mad because um, the lines were too long. 
That sounds like a why, but it's not really a why. The why you're looking for is something that you have to dig deeper into. The dig deeper into, the why would be, okay, so do we need to staff up? Do we need to put more money into this thing? Do we need to have food trucks? Do we need to, you know, like, you have to keep going. Yeah. Yeah. Try and throw an event for 6,000 people sometime, you guys. You tie yourself to sleep and then it'll be fine. It's fine. But, and here's the deal, by the way, that matters. When you come, who, who, sorry, I keep asking this question. Who has been, who, who's been to all the events we've ever had? Right. Yep, yep, yep. Thank you. Compared to the first one. Not even in the same ballpark, right? Big difference. Not only just because the amount of people, but because every single time we're leveling up. When you come, if you decide to come to, to business conference in 2020, I want you to walk in and be like, what the hell? What the hell is happening? What did they even, oh my, what is this? Now there are ballerinas and unicorns give us rides? Oh my word. We're gonna get to this a little bit later. Here, here's the problem. This is why most people won't try anything. Because I just said, oh, we should have food trucks, which by the way, we're not allowed here. We tried that. <laughs> Couldn't get a permit. We tried, y'all. But so I said the food, and then everyone was like, yes. And there were people in this room who just were like, oh, Lord, oh, no. They gave her feedback. Are you freaking kidding? Your feedback is gold. Your feedback is how I serve you better. Your, the fact that we listen to your feedback, do you know how many people sent us an email and said, put a ribbon in the journal? Lord Jesus, put a ribbon in the journal. <laughs> Give us that ribbon. And we were like, y'all, I, like, I literally told my team, like, couldn't they just put like a picture or I don't know, open the book and just see where they left it off. And they were like, Rachel, I mean, thousands of people. You think I'm kidding. You think I'm kidding. Look, let me, let me seek ahead real fast. The success of my business is 100%, 100% predicated on the fact that I am in community with you. Every single thing that we have is something you have asked us for. And so how would it be for me to create things that you have asked us for and then not continue to listen to what you would like next time? Oh, well, I love you right back. <laughs> the feedback from your customers asking why, literally asking them, hey, how do we do this better? And sometimes, oh, you're just going to have crazy people. <laughs> There's always a pan. <laughs> always. There's always, a, there's always a Karen, you know? There is. There's always someone who just wants to have an opinion, probably for a whole host of emotional reasons that we can't work through with her. And you have to take, here, Stephen King said this. Stephen King said, I give my book to read, I, I give my manuscript to 10 people. And if 10 people give me 10 different notes, I ignore all of them. If 10 people give me the same note, that's what I change. You need to ask why, yeah? Last thing. Oh, wait, shoot. Honesty, I just forgot to write it down. 
This is VO. Are you ready? Optimism. Optimism. Optimism is you believe that tomorrow is going to be better than today. You believe that tomorrow is going to be better than today and that you are in control of making it that way. Yeah? I am, I am so optimistic. Even when I'm crying, even when I'm freaking out, even when I don't know how we're going to do what we're going to do, right? I am optimistic that I am in control of making it better. And y'all, I know that you hear me harp on this nonstop. But a gratitude practice will fundamentally change your life for the rest of your life. Every single day, I write down minimum five things that I am grateful for. Minimum. And those five things are not big things. Those five things are something that happened within the last 24 hours, just little moments of joy, little moments of just some kind of gift. I saw a sunset. I saw a cute weenie dog. Did anyone own a weenie dog? You are the real heroes. I mean, I don't want to own one, but I just really love other people's. Okay. You got a great cup of coffee. Your kid told you a joke that was like so dumb because they're six and they don't know what's funny, but you had to laugh and even that was precious. If you just did this thing, if you just wrote down five things every single day that you were grateful for, you would spend your day looking for things to be grateful for. And when you spend your day looking for blessings, you find them. And when you find blessings all throughout your day, all of a sudden it changes your perspective about what is possible. From a place of, of blessing, from a place of optimism, you could build anything. What, who, who's going to be more empowered as an entrepreneur? Someone who is watching, you know, every news source and scrolling on Facebook and seeing their ants fight with each other and the world is a dumpster fire and it's hard and it's never been worse, right? Who's going to, like, how is that going to motivate you? It's not. I am optimistic AF, you guys. Because, but who's lived through literally anything hard? And you're still here. And you look cute. And you made it to this conference. You're still here. So if you can make it through that hard thing, you don't think that you, that you can make it through Wednesday? You, don't, you can't handle a bad Yelp review? You'll need to put your lives in perspective. You are spiraling out over crap that will not matter six months from now. And if it won't matter six months from now, it doesn't matter right now. Optimism. We're moving on. Get your hearts ready. We still have more. Oh, God, I forgot the most important part. This is my O. Here is the magic about these five things. None of them can come at the expense of the other. Sit with it. Sit with it for a minute. Because what will happen is someone's like, oh my gosh, 
I am killing it at hard work. Well, none of these can come at the expense of the other, which means that you are not allowed to work so hard that you threaten your health. Who's guilty of that? Thank you. You are not allowed to be so optimistic that you are not honest about where you really are. Because we got a lot of dreamers in this room who have a lot of big ideas about what, where they're going to go and who they're going to be. And meanwhile, they're deeply in debt and it gets worse every day and they keep borrowing from friends and family and they're digging a deeper hole, but they are optimistic. And it's going to work because I believe in myself. You believing in yourself isn't going to do jack. You have to be aware of what is real, you guys. Here's, oh, I love you, and I love you. Some of you have a really good idea that's a terrible business. It's true. It's true. No one in your life loves you enough to tell you that you have a really good idea that's a terrible business model. And I'm going to save you $65,000 of debt and two years of pain by just making you ask yourself that question. Is this a beautiful hobby for me? Which, by the way, is a gift. You could have a beautiful hobby. People come up to me at the airport and they're like, Rachel, Rachel, I have a business where I pair endangered species with senior citizens and we do art therapy, and it is amazing on both sides. Don't know how to monetize it yet, but you know what? God has big plans for my life. They can't come at the expense of the other, yeah? I want you guys to sit with this later. Ask yourself some hard questions. The thing that you're doing could be an incredible hobby. But if you've been working at something for the longest time and you can't figure out how to monetize it or you can't find any customers, it might be because it's a terrible business. <laughs> you know why I'm so freaking tired of speaking at business conferences where they blow smoke up your ass? I'm just so tired, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm so tired of people selling you things that aren't real and telling you that it, you, know, you can. Anyone in this room can build an insane business that fundamentally changes their life and their family's life. But it's gotta be based in reality. Come on, you can go back to that conference I was at and pay that guy $5,000. He can make you a millionaire.